Welcome to Sports, 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 the non-coffee-drinking Mormon conservative defending a Democrat for president of sports, <laughs> apparently. Coming to you from independent remote quarantine locations with me tonight are my co-hosts, the exclamation point, the passionate one, Reed. Good evening. And the question mark, the man who cares nothing about sports, Rowdy. And in the middle of the period, my name is Snoop. Gentlemen, gentleman, episode oh. 287. How are we? T- 287 on a <laughs> cop. Um, <laughs> plus 100. Let's clarify. Uh, uh, yeah, plus 100. 100 cops. Yeah. 100 dead cops. That's what I heard. <laughs> the, I, the sound for during Rowdy's intro made me think of the swamp. The swamp? Rowdy back in the swamp. He is back in the crickets and the, swamp. and the right. mosquitoes. Yeah, no, we yeah. are we're rowdy free. He's he's spring in- break. <laughs> Rowdy's collecting beads down there in Florida. <laughs> yes, catching uh, catching <laughs> alligators and sharks. It looked like yeah, dude. Rowdy's just sending us pictures of alligators <laughs> and a dude with a shark by the tail on the beach in Florida. <laughs> yes. A lot of questions. Somebody asked, yeah. what, is ha- what is happening here? Yeah, <laughs> I, said, like, I was like, is that a reef shark? He's like, dude, been here five minutes, no clue. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, dude, how does Rowdy have, it's the, t- Rowdy has unbelievable timing. Like he, he his stories, yeah. when you can translate them and, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. Rowdy's stories need to be told on like 2.5x. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah. when you can when mm-hmm. you can boil them down, it's it some of his stories it's like, dude, how did that happen? You just walked in and that's what was happening? Right. Yeah, yeah. He's right place, right time all the time. <laughs> See, he, he and Coach Saban would not get along. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he just he lucks into these crazy stories. Well, he does. you know, him and him and his girls, they really like to go fossil hunting. Yep. So I think that shark was like the freshest fossil they've ever seen in a lot of ways, yeah. right? And it's like a dinosaur. It's that old. Yeah. 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 So. yeah. But it is they true. Just, I mean, they have prehistoric magic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's right. They just can. They can. They can conjure things. I think. I wonder if Rowdy's timing has anything to do with his um, vast collection and knowledge of crystals. I mean. Causation correlation, maybe, but I'm with you. Yeah, I mean, he, you know, he, he he knows he how to rub them it. right. Yeah, it's a, he manifests it. Yeah, like this is going to and, be the greatest and, trip. And then numerology, boom. you know, all of his stuff. He, I think he, all his segments are well researched and and uh, full of information. But I think they're so full of information because this is actually how he thinks. <laughs> He's just yeah. reciting his own personal beliefs right. and worldview. Right. This it's less him like. <laughs> Uh, yeah. researching historical paper and just uh, just reciting his diary. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's like his, you know, his vision board. <laughs> right. Oh, you go to church? What what church do you go to? And it just so happens Rowdy is a member of many cults, and so he just chooses one and talks about it. But I think, didn't we talk about this? I thought we talked about this. That I don't think, I thought we talked about this on the podcast. Maybe it was after hours. Maybe it was on our Patreon only after hours show. Pa- Patreon, our uh, sports, sports, sports after dark. <laughs> yes, yeah. Uh huh. After midnight. Um, yeah. Uh, that we are saying, uh, I thought 
you had said he would never be in a cult, but he would lead a cult. For sure. <laughs> right? Yep, that, like, was la- that was last week or the week before. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. He's not, he's not, he's not going to get duped into something. He's going to dupe everyone else. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. He is the duper. And I always like, uh, I'm glad this has just turned into a ra- rowdy fan uh, episode. <laughs> Fanboy. Yeah. We're fanboying on our, on our buddy. I always like that his, his stories when he comes back from um, Spring Break are always crazy too. Because he goes, you know, just to, most of the time, just random, random places. places. Yeah, uh, we I we got uh, the Indiana State Museum pass that re- that he uh-huh. has that has the reciprocal that can get you in any museum in the country. Yeah. Evidently, uh, yeah, because the time that he was at reciprocal the pass. Yeah, that the time that he walked into that museum that wasn't on the list of in re- Pittsburgh in Pittsburgh. <laughs> And he's like, oh, the, per- the the security guard tried to stop him. Oh, sir, sir, you know, oh, we have a reciprocal fa- pass. Okay, carry on then. <laughs> These are not the droids you're looking <laughs> yeah, for. And, That's what he does. He's yeah, a Jedi master. Kept, kept walking. <laughs> Which is true. I mean, we've talked about this before. If, you, if you're if you confident enough that you're, you're doing what you're supposed to be doing, mm-hmm. and you, you're where you're supposed to be, for the most part, people won't bother you. Because it's a Pete Gump maxim, right? Yeah, that's our buddy yeah. Pete said. People aren't paid enough to tell you no. <laughs> like, I've, I, I mean, I, I don't know if I know anyone from our old school posse that I have been more uncomfortable with than Pete. Because he's like, nah, dude, it's fine. Let's go. Come on. Let's go. I'm like, dude, nah, man. Nah, come on, man. Just, nah. No, it's fine. Watch this. And he turns around, and then we're, we're like in or whatever we're doing. It's just like, yeah. But it's like about... 15 seconds of just pure anxiety of just like oh god yeah what what what's gonna happen and then everything is fine yeah you got to commit to it you got to commit to being he owns it this is and and once you have your story that's your story and there's no moving from it (laughs) right yeah yeah what if my mom's out there (laughs) i mean think about it think about it Think about it indeed. Well, anything else going on with you now that we're done talking about the, our co-host who isn't here? Yeah. Um, nothing really. Uh, kind of an uneventful last week. Um, no no really great eight, eight town stories or anything. No well, We're getting a new jail. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Back behind Captain D's, which is unfortunate for the uh, Anderson Roll Arena. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, so allegedly that's happening. That's big news in A Town. Especially anybody that has to be like a thousand feet from any like Right. School. Yeah. How's that work? If there's razor wire and armed people, I guess we're you're, we're cool. Yeah. So you plan on visiting? <laughs> yeah. Uh no. No, no, I'm not gonna check out the new jail. No, I've seen the, I've seen the current jail. I don't need to see the new <laughs> yeah, one. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure the new one's nice. That's great. For I'm you. sure it'll be great. I hear it's extra beds, quad formations, men and women. You know, I, I'm sure it'll be great. Yeah. Co-ed, yeah, privately run, right? Oh, that Probably is a good city, question. Though. Privately built. I don't think it's going to be privately run. Gotcha. Yeah, but evidently the builder is has built many prisons in Indiana. How do you get into that? How do you get into that? I mean, you're sitting in fourth uh-huh. grade doing your Indiana history, and you know, you know what I want to be? 
I want to build prisons. <laughs> yeah. What are you drawing there? It's a house. Really? Because it looks like a prison. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> How many bedrooms is in that thing, man? <laughs> yeah, yeah. We don't really count bedrooms. We count beds. It can house yeah. 182 men in a quad formation. <laughs> yeah. What's that room do? That controls every door in the place. <laughs> 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 there are no doorknobs anywhere. Yeah. I can see everything on here in here on CCTV. It's weird that you know yeah. what CCTV is as an eight-year-old, but cool. Right. <laughs> right. Cool. That must be how it happens, right? I mean, you couldn't get into it any other way. Mm-hmm. It just has to come to you, I guess. Oh yeah, it's natural. Yeah, this is yeah. It's it's kind of like it's kind of like Bronny James. You know, you just have a talent for it. You know. Yeah. It's. It, or at least you're told you have a talent for it's, it. It's your lot in life. Well, you have a three point five million dollar nil for it. <laughs> right. You're already a millionaire. Yeah, I mean, you're, you're already, already a millionaire. Worth, yeah. You're already in good shape, but now you have your own money. Now that Ferrari's yours. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. When do you? No, think- no birds. I'm waiting on Rowdy to send birds. No birds. I see yet. no birds. Mm-mm. Uh, I called my brother. I was driving the other day. I called my brother as I was driving through his neighborhood to let him know that there was a committee of vultures that had nested in a tree just down the road from him if his uh, kids who were also on spring break wanted to ride their bikes down and see like oh, 40 vultures see, hanging out. And see, now that's a, co- that's a cool uncle. That's a cool <laughs> right? uncle. I was like, it's pretty yeah. neat. I was like, you yeah. got to check this out. It's kind of And then wild. he knows that it's a committee of vultures. It, uh, that's even uh, bonus points, extra credit. Yeah, yeah. That's where it is. Go check this out. Yeah. So. It, the only thing better than a committee would be a quorum of vultures. I think, so vultures are interesting because they have three different names, mm-hmm. uh, depending on what they're doing. Did you know this? Yes, that's right. Yep. Yeah. Depending on when whether they're, they're, what, let me see if I can get, remember the three. Okay. Flying, eating, and perched. Uh, are those the three actions? Yeah. Flying, perched, or eat or eating. Yeah, nailed it. So flying, they're considered a kettle of vultures. Mm. Perch, they're considered a committee. If they're eating, and this is my favorite, that's a wake of vultures. Oh damn! Okay. Wake. When you're when you're when you're munching on the dead, you're in a wake a wake of vultures. Wow. Yeah. Which is all they do. <laughs> that's all we be doing. That's who we yeah, are. That's, that's who we be. <laughs> yeah. Don't hate the player, hate the game. <laughs> yeah, they eat they only they only eat carrion or uh, as mm-hmm. my grandmother would say kyarn. <laughs> Is that what that word was? Yeah, it finally came on uh, Okay, let me quick quick aside here. My grandmother <laughs> from Alabama always used to say the word kyarn and it was always an adjective describing a smell. Ooh, uh-huh. that smells like kyarn. You know, and we said it all growing up as a kid. Like you uh-huh. always heard it. Never, and then I said it once to Snoop and the uh, old school crew, and you know it was it became a joke because I couldn't explain what it was. I just n- <laughs> knew what it was. Like yeah, I knew what it was something a, smelled it like. It was a Kyarn. really bad smell. Yeah, yeah. It just it's terrible. All of and I thought about doing this for years and never did it. But I'm driving around one Saturday morning and away with words is on NPR. 
No way. And somebody calls up. I almost crashed. It was unbelievable. <laughs> I was like, what? She's like, my grandmother always used to say this word, kyarn, and we don't know what, you know. It's from carrion. Really? That's, that makes that so much more sense. Yeah. So it's like rotting flesh, dead, you know, like right. nasty garbage can or something like, yeah, smells like kyarn. Huh. I still don't know how to spell kyarn. Yeah, I always imagine it's uh, like one of those odd A-E words. K-A-E-R-N. Kyarn. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Man, that... Definitely a yarn in there. But yeah, it's from carrion. Blows me away. I mean, as as probably the only person listening to this that has will have any effect on them. That's really interesting. Thank you for sharing. Yeah, no one else has ever heard Kyarn, probably. <laughs> yeah, no yeah. one else has ever heard East Central Alabama dialect before, probably. <laughs> right. So, yeah. Yeah, deep Silicaga slang. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, the irony there is, uh, maybe not irony, who knows. The uh, interesting thing there is that Silicaga is the, uh, let me get this right, Choctaw word, I think it's either Choctaw or Creek mm. word for buzzard's roost. Oh. Yeah. Full There's circle, bird baby. Tie in. There's your bird tie-in. Yeah. yeah. Well, should we get to sports? Because we're a sports <laughs> podcast. I, hey. Do you, dude? I don't care. We can talk about whatever you want. (laughs) Yeah, why rush it? You want to talk about ghosts? I mean, I feel like I don't know what the people come here for. I don't know that there's even people who come here and listen to us. But I imagine there's two or three people. I don't know what they come for. But I got to imagine there's at least a little bit of them that is interested in sports. Maybe not. Hey, dreaming's free. (laughs) that's right yeah don't harsh my mellow don't yuck my yum so i think we should probably get into just just i mean you know we'll see where the night takes us we don't know all right let's do it we'll do a little sports uh tangents welcome that's what i'm hearing tangents welcome tangents yes absolutely tangents (laughs) preferred yeah yeah i got two rules try not to do coke in the bathroom (laughs) tangents welcome those are my two rules. Love it. I can live by those. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah. Uh, so I guess I'll read it. How about some sports? Uh, how, about how about it? it? Well, the men's final four is set. We have uh, the uh, last. Is it four. ever? Yeah. And it's a wild one. We've got three newbies coming in. Uh, Florida Atlantic uh, is playing San Diego State, both in their first final four. And then on the other side, we've got Miami. Uh, playing UConn, which has already won four national championships. And as I believe their last two national championships, uh, they came from a four-seater lower. And the last two that they've been in, final fours they've been in, have led to a national championship. So when they're here, they win. We've got a nine-seed, a five-seed, another five-seed, and a four-seed. No ones, no twos, no threes. Uh, actually, Fairleigh Dickinson, the 16th seed, lasted longer. I think they lasted longer than any uh, one number seed. one seed in the tournament. Well, they went went to the Sweet 16, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, no, per- they got knocked out in the second round. Well, they? Purdue out in the first round. Mm-hmm. Oh, Bama sorry. out. Pr- Princeton lasted longer. Princeton, that's Princeton it. Princeton lasted longer. Yeah, because what Purdue was the first Alabama, Kansas. Who was the Houston. 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 Houston yeah. made the 16, didn't they? Uh-huh. Well, both Alabama and Houston did, but they yeah. got knocked out. 
Yeah. Yeah. It was, it's been an unbelievable. It's been awesome. CBS is saying that they're getting ready for probably the lowest viewership they've had in like 30 years. Oh, that's a bummer to hear because because this is what it's about. Right. But this is what it's about. Yep. I agree. Yeah. Who's your horse? Uh, you're not going to like it. UConn. Actually, man, anybody from that game. uh, Anybody but UConn. Well, I like Jim Laranaga. I said that throughout the tournament. Shaky. He is shaky. He's 73 years old. How dare you, sir? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. He'd be the oldest coach. If Jim Laranaga from Miami wins, he'd be the oldest coach to ever win a natty. Uh, 17 years after taking George Mason to the to the final four that was, was gonna here. say he's the he's the only coach to do that with two different teams isn't he uh final four well no rick patino oh like, yeah do well no are you wait, asking huh? are you asking who'd patino if, do it with kentucky and who louisville they won it in 2013 oh yeah do you, are you asking, he might be the only coach to ever take two teams to their first Final Four. That's it. I knew there was a qualifier. That's it. Because I, I heard that somewhere. Yep, that's it. The first appearances with two different teams. He's the first, on a Wednesday, <laughs> it, when it's below 50 degrees. Uh-huh, yeah. It, yeah. Somewhere between March, somewhere between the uh, spring uh, solstice. Do I have that right? Right, yeah. right. Yeah. yeah. Equinox, and, equinox. Yeah, equinox, spring, yeah. Yeah. Something yeah, like that. Wh- when these statisticians at like ESPN, what do you think their spreadsheet looks like? Of h- how many cells does it go over before it starts getting wild for them to invent a stat? <laughs> I don't know. You think they get to like E and F before it's like, oh, now we got to do this. Like te- now we got to use temperatures or days of the week or months or age or you know, because that's all they do. Right. You can make anything the first. Smoke and mirrors, baby. I don't know that you can make anything the first. <laughs> seems Why like, not? Just well, add 17 qualifiers onto well, it. Well, that's true. Okay, yeah, yeah. No, I got you now. That makes sense. Yeah. That's what I, I feel think, like they do. Uh, I sound like Big City right now complaining about ESPN. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but He was supposed like, to be on tonight, too. He's on spring break. Yeah. From what? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, it was also the first Elite Eight without a one seed ever, uh-huh. uh, which that, was a crazy yes. stat. So I, I like. Oh, there I wasn't like, even a. Was there a two seed in the Elite Eight? Uh, yeah, Texas. Oh yeah, Tejas. I forgot about yeah, Tejas. Texas was there. That was the only thing I had alive. Yep. In my bracket. So I, anybody out of that side. I like because I like Jim Laranega. I like he just seems like as a coach, it's amazing that a 73 year old man could connect with his players the way he does. I mean, he's been there 11 years, I think, taking them to the Elite Eight. Has he been there that long? Wow. Took him took him to the Elite Eight, their first Elite Eight last year, uh, and then brought him back to the final four, to the Elite Eight, and then on to the final four. But he just seems like everything I've read about him and, and is even last year was he just lets his players be his players. He's kind of the antithesis of Jim Beheim. Like Jim Beheim is what's right. He was at a sort of a, a pseudo blue blood. He's been to multiple uh, final fours. He won a national championship. And like 
the world shifted around him and players started getting paid because they should have been getting paid and he was, yeah. and they were able to transfer schools and he's like this is horrible i can't, i can't live in this new world and jim laranega's like get paid get paid that's a like, very good point that is the that those are the two ends of the spectrum in terms of how these like established coaches dealt with nil it's either yeah. going to push the, push you out you think that you think that's coach k too Oh yeah, he was saying that. He was saying yeah. he he couldn't deal with the with the new power that these players felt like they had. Like yeah. they walked on entitled to something because somebody paid them hundreds of thousands of dollars. To well, be especially there. at Duke, huh? Like right. I mean, you're gonna make coin. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. like like uh, what uh, Miami, for instance. They have that K State transfer, Nigel Pack. He only came. Yep. To Miami. Because he wanted to play point guard, and obviously, like, Kansas State has a good point guard in Noel. Right. But he got $800,000. And this is something that Jim Baham was arguing about. Well, Miami just bought their whole team. Yeah, player, that's what you do now. That's Get that's the-, the game now, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hello. Yeah. 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 So that's that's what they did, and they're good at it. And Laranaga says... If this is the way you guys want to play, if this is how you guys do it, let's do it. I mean, they have a top 15 offense. They're terrible at defense, but they only have to stop you like yeah, half a dozen times. Yeah, just slow you times. down. Slow yeah, you down. Just ha- yep. half a dozen times a game. And then if they can do that two or three times in a row and go on yeah. a big enough run, you're not going to catch them. They're just too fast. Yeah. So I, I, like, I like these. Miami a lot. I like these old guys that evolve instead of quit. Right, I think that's cool. Like that's interesting. It, I'm sure it's difficult because you know. I mean, it, especially with the NIL thing. I, it, as much as it had been chattered about, it felt abrupt and lawless, ruleless. Mm-hmm. You know, like it just hit, and it's like, oh, free for all. Here we go. Right. Let's figure right. this out. We'll make the rules by the things that go bad <laughs> in the next few mm-hmm. years, which, right. shockingly. Nothing yet has no one yet has gone off the rails. It's coming. Oh, for sure. When do you think it's going to happen that that a player is going to forego the draft because they want to stick around for another year because they've got a huge NIL deal? Yes, that's coming. Maybe even this year. I think that's also one of the reasons why people have stuck around longer in college basketball is because if you're a borderline, there's only two rounds in the NBA draft. If you're a borderline pick. But you're making half a million dollars or $150,000 or whatever, even if it's not huge money. I mean, Miami's not it's, a huge program. And they just nope. paid the guy $800,000. And it's better that, than G League money. Exactly. It's better than D yeah. League money. So it's like, well, I'm going to stick around. So you have older older players, good players, that aren't te- tempted to test the waters. I think that's part of it, too. I totally agree. That and the COVID year. That oh, extra yeah, year of eligibility, be. especially for the smaller programs, mm-hmm. the the extra year of eligibility, that's why they were balling out. The FDUs and stuff that were sneaking up on mm-hmm. people, these are older guys, experienced guys. Right, like, right. yeah. And, and that's a uh, FAU is a perfect example of that. They've got John L. Davis, yep. which uh, is that yep. is FAU your team? Because that's, that's the Hoosier connection, the Indiana connection right there. And they're the Owls. And the ow, 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 yeah. and Dust, Dusty May was a Bob Knight guy. He's the coach at FAU. Yep. 
Yeah, John might Davis, just be. He's a third-year sophomore, so he's been there yeah. a couple years. Yep. And then they also have that guy from Russia, Vladislav, Vasislav. I don't know how to say it. Golden. Oh. I know how to say that. His last Eastern name. blocker. You always want a good Eastern blocker. Guy with a Ex- Euro step. Yeah. Oh, dude, especially when he's seven foot one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah. That's Vladi, that's Vladi Divot's kid. <laughs> yeah. That's, uh, that's Rocky Three right there. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. If he dies, he dies. He dies. <laughs> <laughs> Who's your team? Who do you have in this thing? It, well, f- primarily anyone but UConn. Um, yeah. But it's hard. It is hard for me to choose between FAU and San Diego State. Yeah, um, I like them both. FAU is more live action, like faster. I feel like they got that. Like you said, they got that point guard Noel. Who, eh, I mean, he's he's a bad dude, but I, I'm not sure I'm a fan of him. Okay. Um, but the Aztecs, man, I like them too. Yeah. I think it's cool. Isn't that where Tony Gwynn was? Coaching. Uh, coaching. San Diego State. Yeah. yeah. Wasn't he coaching baseball there before? I thought he was at University of San Diego. Oh, okay. I knew he was in the, San Diego, the, but yeah. The, because they had Harbaugh and Tony Gwynn at one point, I think. <laughs> yeah. Dude, that's awesome. Yeah, but uh, yeah, San I mean, State. the only thing against FAU for me is the Kiffin connection. And I know oh, it's yeah, it, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. dumb, but it's it's a thing. <laughs> yeah, it's a real thing. It's a real hurt. It's a real pain. Uh, <laughs> The other thing, interesting thing I was reading about San Diego State is this is kind of their redemption tour after 2020. They had a top, they were in the top 15, but they had a both offensively and defensively on, defensively on Ken Palm, they were in the top 15. So they were this unbelievable team. Them, Dayton, Kansas, all these teams. I remember that Dayton team, yep. And they didn't, yeah, that was uh, Obi, Obi Toppin. Mm-hmm. Uh, they didn't, because... We were sitting around recording this when the tournament essentially got canceled because of COVID. Oh, right. Yeah, that's right. Yep. Yeah. And this, a lot of those players stuck around. So this is their, their time around. Yeah. Uh, they had a couple pieces leave, but for the most part, like four, four of their five starters. Yeah. They were uh, stuck, stuck around and now they're back and, um, they're all healthy, so thirty-one I think, and six this year. I think uh, you've convinced me that basketball, you're going to see more people stay than maybe football. But think about it: if you're a football player, because they do it now at the big programs anyway, you can send off and get a grade. Uh-huh. You know, like get your draft draft grade or whatever. Like if you're a low second round pick, which is going to be what a three year. Three million dollar contract, six million dollar, six contract, million dollar yeah. contract, or you can stay in school, make a million, and incre- and move potentially move to the first round in the right. next year's draft. Why not? Well, didn't that wasn't that the thing that Caleb Williams did from USC? Yes, he went. He uh, he, he basically. I don't. Yeah, he has a three million dollar. Yes. Uh, NIL. Valuation right now, 
So he was talking, I think when when he got his grade, it was low enough that it's like, yeah, you could go in the fifth round. And it's like, well, I'm well, making that Well, because they saw him die in that uh, championship that Utah game, game against Utah. <laughs> God <laughs> yes. almighty. Yeah. yeah, he got run over. They yeah. killed him. Ooh. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah hey, exactly. Do you like walking? Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> right. How about now? <laughs> well, I mean, think about it. You're 21, 22 years old. You got $3 million and you live in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. I mean, be awesome. But Caleb Williams might be the first guy we hear about, too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's right. He, might, no, he, but he ain't come here to play school. I think, yeah, exactly. I think it's, uh, who was that, Odom? Greg Odom? Yeah. Yeah. That we didn't, I didn't come here to play school. I came no, here to play oh, no, that was um, a guy from Ohio State. Football or basketball? Football. Oh, football. He was oh, the third. Oh, uh, sh- oh, Cor- Cordell. No. Cor- Cordell. Cornell. No, uh, it was the guy. He was the third. Street. Car- Car- yeah, Cardell Jones. Cardell Jones. Cardell. Yeah. Yeah, Cardell Jones. I ain't Cardell Jones. I probably did say Cordell. Cord camera. Um, but yes, <laughs> I think. <laughs> I think you're right. I think we're going to see more and more. It's going to be interesting, too, because that's going to change the NFL draft a bit, too. Probably for the better for the uh, ownership and teams, because you're going to have like more experienced guys. But mm-hmm. yeah, we'll probably get into the NFL here in a little bit. But yeah. Yeah, we will. Uh, um, the last one I do want to touch on is yeah. the, the you said the anybody but. But you do have UConn, which... Uh, one thing about I, I I tried to go back and look, but I just got tired of looking at it. Was I think this is also the first Final Four that has none of the seat, none of the uh, f- teams ha- were ever ranked number one at any point in the year. Oh, UConn interesting. Was ranked two, but they ran over people, dude. They uh, did. They're not. They're. I mean, they're probably gonna win. Yeah. Well, yeah, 22 points, 15 points, uh, 23 points, and then in their final game, it was almost 30 points. And it was 30 at several different times in that game. It was 30. Yeah. Yeah. So The Zags, dude. This is Dan Hurley's team. Miss me with the Zags every year. But do you feel... Yeah, the Zags, for sure. Do you feel any... Nostalgia whatsoever looking at UConn and watching them play like anything from like the Calhoun eras, era, or late 90s, even like into the 2000. What was that? Help eight, me with some Chef players. Napier years. No? Napier. Napier. I remember Napier. Where was, uh, was God Sham God UConn? <laughs> no, I don't think so. I thought God Sham God was, uh, for some reason, I thought he was at Georgia Tech. Oh, yeah. Um, Jeremy He's Lamb. Providence. Yeah. Prov- God, Jam God was Providence. Jeremy Lamb was UConn, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So I, I mean, just feel I just feel a tinge like the '99, the '04 year. Uh, yeah, but that's you, Duke talk. Listen to yourself. You sound like a Duke fan. You're still talking about Christian Leitner and Grant Hill, Bobby Hurley. <laughs> 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 I'm not saying I'm a fan. I'm just always like. You know, it's just it's just one of those things that like it was 
in women's, the women's I'm with era. you. I yeah. like the domination of the women's uh Yukon teams, but I don't know. Yeah. I, I think if you're gonna blow it we're we're we've never been this close to a five or a nine seed winning. Let's see. A it. five seed has never won. That's the other yeah. thing. A five seed has never won. Well, there's won no a way tournament. a nine seed's won, right? Uh, I thought. I thought when UConn won it in 2014, they were a nine seed. They were a nine? Yeah. But, I, I mean, we're, we're this close. Let's just finish it out. Inertia, baby. Let's keep this ball rolling. Oh. Uh, this says no. A nine seed's never won. An eight was Villanova. Okay. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah, unbelievable. Uh, speaking of the women's side, speaking of uh, UConn, they're out. But the women's yeah. final four is also set. Uh, on this side of things, we've got South Carolina, the Gamecocks, who oh, are just yeah. an absolute menace. Lady Gamecocks, uh, roll ya. Undefeated Gamecocks yeah. going against Caitlin Clark and the Iowa Hawkeyes. So that's the Audubon Bowl. And then Caitlin on the other Clark, side, Caitlin things, Clark talks some uh, got some uh, trash talk. I've seen some yeah. videos. I've seen videos. Yeah. She scoreboards people. So she, so she's actually a perfect example of what's happening. What what we think will happen on the men's side? I think she has like huge nil money. Well, and, she will now. Uh, well, yeah, and she's not I think she's a junior. Yeah. And has no interest in going pro because What are the rules for women? Is it the same for women? For Can you be year? one and done? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't know why it would be different, but yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. hey, and no, hey, we've been to a WNBA game. It's fun. It's fun when yeah. you have free beers and you have a uh, skybox but it's fun <laughs> you know? it's more like, fun it's yeah. more fun but yeah. especially WNBA those women can make way more money on NIL than they're making the WNBA mm-hmm. those women mm-hmm. don't make anything yeah like they don't make yeah. some of them don't make a hundred grand that game like, is Friday yeah the women's game I don't game, think yeah, I think that, and and with that, I mean, she's making three hundred thousand dollars on some of these endorsements she has. Yeah, so, like she has. She's no making hey, in, she's making Britney Griner coin, okay? and I think Cheryl she's Swoops from Des coin. I think oh, she's hometown. From Des yeah, so she's like, it's like a hometown thing. Just a like, short jaunt to Iowa around. City. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Why? Why would you not just stick around and and see what you can do? The other side, the early game is the LSU Virginia Tech. For oh. Virginia Tech, this is Virginia Tech's first Final Four, but nobody cares because all of the eyes will be on that second game, Iowa South Carolina. Who you and, got in the and second? Whether or not are, South Carolina got, can go undefeated. Who you got in the Vod Tech LSU game though? There's uh, one correct answer. I probably I probably have to go Virginia Tech. I've always liked their colors. Yes. I don't know much yeah. about the team, but they're a one seed. So, oh, are uh, they? They're the one. They're the one. And then on the other side, I'm going to go with Iowa with the upset. I'll tell you what, Big I've 10. been to I've been players. to Iowa City and the University of Iowa pleasantly surprised. That's a cool city. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. University of Iowa was cool. Yeah. I was shocked. I was just, when I was looking at this is has nothing to do with what you're where you were in Iowa City? What were you mm-hmm. doing there? Visiting some friends. Why were you there? So I had a I had some business. friends that <laughs> uh the the dude 
John Gillette, shout out John Gillette, went uh, to graduate school in uh, at Iowa, and I went and visited him. Him and Dara. Yeah. You know Dara. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, I think all those, like, I mean, it's just a little, it's a little college town mostly, right? Yeah, for sure. But it had a natural history museum that was dope. It's the first time I ever saw a recreation of a, a, a prehistoric tree sloth that was like six feet tall. That was dope. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, it's, There's one it's, of those at the State Museum. Is there? I haven't been yeah. to the State Museum for a minute. But um, yeah. it's very, like that part of it, the Capitol or the uh, City Hall and all that is very like, feels like Iowa. But the campus is cool. Very, uh, and that this was, oh geez, fifteen years ago probably or more since I've been there. But mm-hmm. super diverse. It was cool. Huge, way bigger than I thought. Like, it was a it. It had a cool vibe. Uh, speaking of travels, the Final Four currently has tickets for under one hundred dollars, according to our colleague Darren Ravel. Where is it? Houston. Oof. Is that yeah. is that is that we're close gonna, enough for we're, we're oh, not yeah. going to get 60, rowdy to go. $65 right now. I bet Dennis is going to go. Yeah. I could How see Dennis. How far is it? From Dennis Dallas? Getting He's tickets. in Dallas though, isn't he? He's in Dallas to Houston. It's got to be what 6 hours or more. I don't know. Texas is big. Texas is large efforting here. Um cuz it's like Dallas to Austin's like Three plus, isn't it? Yeah. Actually, he's in Frisco. I'm going to be exact about this. Dude, this is... I, I kind of want to go to... $65? Houston. Unbelievable. Houston, from Frisco, Texas to Houston is... Oh, it's only four hours. Oh, I thought be it was be, so Oh, that's because Austin's way inland, so you like... Yeah, okay. And you get to go through Waco, so you can say hi to David Koresh. The branch to Hi, David. Miss you, David. David Koresh <laughs> and uh, uh, Timothy McVeigh. Oh, both are there. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and those people from Magnolia. Uh, the JoJo. Jo, jo, JoJo. Joanna Gaines. Chip and Joanna Gaines. Got there. There's um, probably no connection to all those people. Magnolia, the movie? The Tom Cruise vehicle? <laughs> no. No, Magnolia, the uh, people on HGTV. Oh, unfamiliar, sir. I think I even well, took that. I think I took HGTV off of my guide on YouTube TV. <laughs> Just like, no, miss me with all of it. <laughs> all right. I may okay, watch stupid enough. TV shows, but I do not watch HGTV. Not that stupid TV no. show? Bravo is a keeper. HGTV, I'm ditching it. No way. I don't watch as many Bravo shows as as I once did. I mean, it's garbage. I haven't watched in in a while, but yeah. you're not caught up on your Real Housewives. No, I'm. I am hey, spe- way behind on Real Housewives. Speaking of Real Housewives of Atlanta, uh, Lamar Jackson has uh, requested a trade. Yeah, as of March two. Uh, allegedly, right? and we just heard about it. This what? Two days ago? Mm-hmm. Yeah, two days ago. Oh, you think that the uh, release of his, or the request, the date of the request is a uh, little bit stretched, maybe? Perhaps. Bit inaccurate? I think 
But didn't you send a tweet that he said, I, I did request a trade? Gotta go. Gots to go. Yeah. Raven Nation. That was like his letter to his fans or whatever that he right. put out and then on he, and then Twitter or Instagram. And then he put his, his own... Uh, didn't he put his, his, his own website there at the end? Oh, I didn't catch that. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, he... He put he he was writing, thank you, thank you so much. Let me ask answer all your questions. Yes, he did say in regards to my future plans. As of March second, I requested a trade from the Ravens organization, for which the Ravens have not been interested in meeting my value. Any and everyone that has met me or been around me know I love football. Blah blah blah. And then he says. I'll always continue to be close to my fans and the Baltimore Flock Nation and the entire state of Maryland. You'll see me again. Final mm. tweet in the thread. Let, let's let stay connected. Subscribe, subscribe to my fan oh. page. <laughs> Buy my NFTs. <laughs> exactly. Well, okay. So speaking of that, do you, do you remember a few days before this? We were talking about how uh, he may or may not have been um, representative, represented yes. by an agent that wasn't yes. an agent, some kind of okay. some kind of other person. Yeah, yeah, an uh, an other person, the, someone mm-hmm. who's been othered. That's right. correct. So this has been happening for a while. There, we know we've heard about Saint Omni, or I've heard about Saint Omni. You've heard about Saint Omni. Yeah, yeah, yeah. NFL fixer, right? We don't know who he is. But he could worked be with Roquan Smith. What's that? It could be Rowdy. Yeah. Probably, you know what? <laughs> yeah. It probably is Rowdy. He's, he starts every conversation with, you need to understand that I don't care about yeah. any of this. Yeah. He's not, <laughs> that, he's not on spring break. He's down there shopping for houses, for compounds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's his position of, of power, right? His position of strength is, like they always say, Ignorance. go to a... Go, Mm-hmm. Yeah, ignorance. Like, go into any negotiation being the person who cares the least about right. it. I cannot imagine somebody who would care less about Absolutely. I, mean, I can't imagine. But he would also be very sweaty, right? Like, he would, uh, well, he would be very nervous. It'd be humid, and uh, he's allergic to the sun, as we know. So, <laughs> we know. he'd have a problem with that. But, yeah, it's uh, like it's like going to buy a car. What's the first first rule of going to buy a car? You don't want it. Right. You, you have to be able to walk away. Yeah, Which you is, cannot but, go in there w- not wanting to leave without a car. You have to be okay. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like gambling. You gotta right. walk. Aw- you gotta be able to walk away. Right. Well, with Rowdy, going back to this theory, which I'm really liking, that saying Omni <laughs> is Rowdy. <laughs> he he bought. He went in. The only reason that he has currently has and has only ever bought a scion is right. because they have that no haggle pricing the yep. price is the price yep so he's like had narrowed it down to say i'm going to buy this car because i don't want to negotiate oh the hell price yeah of a car. if if rowdy were born <laughs> if rowdy were born five years earlier he'd have bought a saturn exactly yeah yeah exactly. The no haggle yeah the now the no haggle so <laughs> Say Omni probably, maybe was. I would pay to see Rowdy in a financial negotiation. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Like, oh no! I could just hear him go. Mm, yeah, that's not going to work for me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, the, well, Rowdy, as St. Omni, has been possibly negotiating uh, or at least advising on contracts in the NFL. But he's not an agent. He's not licensed with the NFLPA. So, yeah, so why is it a story? He talked to somebody about it. He got some right. advice. He, yeah, he got some, yeah, he got some advice from his uncle. There's nothing yeah. wrong with that. But then it says somebody had been contacting teams about Lamar Jackson, but the NFL PA sent a memo that says, do not do business, business with Ken Francis. So everybody was like, I was like, oh my gosh, we blew the lid off this thing. Ken Francis is St. Omni. Is the guy. Not so fast. Apparently, mm-hmm. Ken Francis is the CEO of a company uh, for a gym home gym equipment that has a Bluetooth speaker integrated into it. It's called the entire gym. Wow. Lamar Jackson says, I don't know who Ken Francis is. That man has never tried to negotiate me. And in, as we just learned, tradition... Uh, uh, in, in Lamar Jackson fashion, traditional Lamar Jackson fashion. The next tweet is going, but my business partner Ken and I will be dropping the entire gym this summer. Stay tuned. And there's a 30-second commercial connected wow. to it. Wow. Wow. So did Lamar Jackson just use the entire NFL and NFL Players Association? To promote his Bowflex that spies on you. <laughs> Yes. Yes. Lamar Jackson might be a genius. Yeah. 3D chess, right? Yeah. Next level. He created an entire viral marketing um, campaign just by having his guy be like, call and drop my name. And then everybody's going to freak out, right? I love it. Everybody's going to talk about it. Oh my gosh, Lamar Jackson, who's been negotiating contracts for himself, all of a sudden has an agent. But who is this guy? We don't know. He's not registered with the NFLPA. What's happening? Send out a send out a email blast not to negotiate with this guy. With Ken Francis. Wow. <laughs> yes. And then all of a sudden, boom. By the way, coming this summer, yeah. the entire gym. Or <laughs> it's... A tagline, the Bowflex that spies on you. <laughs> We're listening. We're listening. Yes. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, yeah. It's, it's just like a bunch of I grunts. Mean, like all their metadata is just <laughs> grunts. Grunts, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's not that cool. Yeah. Oh. Uh, so Dude, I, I like that angle on it. I had not thought of that. That. I mean, why not? That's how you play the game. I mean, Lamar right. Jackson might be like when he retires from the NFL, which might be sooner than you think, he might right. be a great uh marketing agent type of dude. Yeah. 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 I mean, uh, for some reason with this whole Lamar Jackson thing, I get quick flashes of um Colin Kaepernick every once in a while. Right, like, dude, he's. Be- it, it doesn't matter what it is, political, taking a knee, political, trying to get that guaranteed money because of the Deshaun Jackson, Jimmy Haslam debacle. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter. But when you cross the NFL, dude, they will blackball your ass overnight, and yep. I think that's still a real possibility. 
I mean, it's our, they're, all the ownerships already, except for Ursay, for God bless the uh, uh, Sackler family and getting that dude hooked on pills because he's the only one that will do anything. Damn it. The Sacklers need Jim Ursay to testify for them for all these billions they've, they've bled out. You know what I'm saying? Uh-oh, we had a headphone malfunction. Headphone malfunction. Yeah. yeah I, I was said, laughing so hard I had disconnected my <laughs> headphone. I mean, yeah. Sacklers need to use Ursay as a uh, part of their defense trials and everything. Look, yeah. man, we helped yeah. this guy. But um, yeah. never in my life have I met that family, but check out these. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but uh, I don't know, man. I, I just, I, I'm concerned that this could not end well for Lamar Jackson. I don't know how, it, yeah, it's, I don't. I don't know how it it couldn't because he's so good because of his talent. Uh, Kaepernick's been to a Super Bowl, dude. Right, but he could be written off because he had an afro and took a knee. Yeah, yeah. So it's a little, it's different. I don't know why other teams. I'm obviously Colts fan here, but get rid of the four pick, trade it for uh, Lamar Jackson. Why? Why opt for a mystery box when you have the answer right I, in front of you? I could not agree more. And I, I'll add another layer on top of that. You trade the yep. four. You, so Lamar Jackson, the um, package deal is two ones, right? Everything, right, I've, right. Uh, everything I've heard, it requires two ones. So yes. you trade the four for the 30, get more draft capital, and then you trade for Lamar Jackson because Baltimore cannot dictate what ones you're giving. You're just giving two ones. So trade out the uh, one before you trade for Jackson and get get a, more capital in the second, third, fourth round next year, whatever. Get a one back next year or something. Well, I don't, but I don't think that they even because uh, it's the way that that. Uh, compensation works. Correct me if I'm wrong here, but the compensation works that if he signs another contract, a competing offer, then because he's a restricted or because what uh, they they put the a restricted tag on him or some conditional tag right. on him, right? So they get two conditional picks. So you're right. Like, why wouldn't you trade back? Yeah, and get him then get an extra then two. Give him the offer. Yeah, then, then give him the two hundred thirty-five million, two hundred fifty million. Yeah. Guaranteed he's asking for. You know Baltimore's not going to sign that. Exactly. You know that. Right. And so then they get your, once again, they get Indianapolis has kicked uh, Baltimore in right the in the teeth. nuts. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Like kicked him in the crabs. And I, uh, I, like, I liked your idea. And Lamar Jackson pulls up to the complex in a Mayflower truck. Absolutely. Yeah. Without Why doubt. Why not? Without yeah. doubt. Yeah. Okay. I, the, the Colts are the best team or in the best position to take Jackson. Right. And I'm with you. But if if Young is gone and Stroud, who I don't I, I'm still not a believer in Stroud. If they're both gone, I do not want Richardson or excuse me, Levis, Levis at four. Not a chance in yeah. hell. You could get you could get like you've said all along, Hendon Hooker, late second, early third. Right. Why not? And he's the, the dude. Give him some time. You see his presser this week? 
At the no. pro day? No. They ask him about... At Tennessee's pro day? Yeah, Tennessee's pro day. They ask him all about this, you know, the offense that they're running under Heupel and all this. And he's like, look, I mean, he's like, it's not my fault my receivers get open. Right, there you go. He's like, how do you get all these yards, all these touches? He's like, look, why are you blaming me? Because my receivers are open. He's like, I just got to get them the ball. Right. Yeah, yeah. I love and that. And can run. I, I mean, as much as Hendon Hooker crushed my dreams this year, when you said that weeks ago, <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, that's the guy. That guy's got yeah. a cannon. Right. And he's discounted right now because everybody's Coming off an injury. Injured, and, he's supposed to, and he's supposed to be back by... Uh, Training camp. He so. was the why not? He was the no doubt Heisman winner after that Alabama game before he got hurt. Mm-hmm. No question right. in my mind. He won the Heisman that game. Right. And you're getting him at a discount. Yeah. That's what you do. Uh let's uh hey, I should be a GM. Mm-hmm. Uh let's go. Let's keep let's keep with the NFL. The Chiefs wolf is on the lamb. Did you did you see this update? No, there's an update on him. He got away? Yes. So the Chiefs superfan known as Chiefsaholic slash bank robber. That's right. I was trying uh, to think, was it Zav- murder or robbery? It was robbery, yeah. yeah. Xavier Michael Babadar, uh, he was arrested in connection to a bank robbery in Bixby, Oklahoma, but where he right after the robbery, I believe he went to the Chiefs game, but he wasn't there the next week. He was out on eighty thousand dollar bond. And his hearing was set for Monday, but he never showed. Town, he found boy. his GPS monitor in the wooded area close to a store called Academy Sports and Outdoors in Tulsa. So oh, he had to get some new threads. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. He's like, I, hey, I'm I gotta, on the I way. Get out of here, right? <laughs> and if you know that you're gonna go, you're, you're gonna run. Like, why? Why not go to Academy Sports? Why not? You know, pick up some new some Sooners gear. Gear. Just walk out with it. Yeah. I mean, right. at this point, what's the difference, right. right? No response since Saturday. No one knows where Babudar is. Damn, somebody's on the hook uh, for eighty grand. What well, if it's what? What if his uncle loaned him the eight thousand dollars to get bailed out, and now he owes the state eighty thousand dollars? <laughs> right. And now the bond has been set at one million, Oof. and a warrant has been out has been put out for his arrest. Unbelievable story. It's a great story. Unbelievable story. Yeah. Do you think they're ever going to catch this guy? And remember our thought experiment from a few weeks, a few episodes back? How much would it take for you to skip? How could I ever forget a thought experiment? How much would it take for you to skip town? (laughs) I mean, bank robbery. That dude was facing some time. Yeah. Yeah. How much time would it take? Yeah. Uh, Yeah, he was facing some time. And also, clearly, he's guilty. Right, right. Innocent men don't run. Right. Yeah. What I also love about the story is I have not found a picture. I I should probably just try and Google his mugshot, but I have not found a picture of in on any story that doesn't show him in Zuba, that shows in his Zubaz face. pants. Everything just shows him in that wolf costume. Dude, just that's that's ju- that that's good for him. That's good PR. Yeah, that's true. you know. Yeah, yeah. His picture's not out there. Yeah. So, I don't know, man. I don't know if they're ever going to catch this guy. I don't. How much money do you think he has stacked away? I mean, NFL games are expensive, and he did go to all the home games and the ones on the road. But I mean, much, you think he? You, you think he monetized away? social media or something? Made a little bit, maybe. 
I don't know. I don't know how popular he was in, with KC fans, but... Uh, I mean, he was popular enough that they... They noticed he wasn't there, up. right? They noticed he wasn't they're, there. They're the ones yeah. that kind of blew the whistle on him. Uh-huh. Like, hey, where is this guy? Oh, by the way, if you overlay the Chiefs away games with known bank robberies in the area that are from the direction of Kansas City, especially en route from Kansas City. Well, oh, look, did they ever report how much he got away with? I No, they didn't. I mean, I would think it's more than, you know, the $80,000 his uncle's now stuck with pay. Yeah, right. Uh, no, I don't know that they did. I mean, what an adventure. You rob a bank and you <laughs> just vanish. A, what an adventure. I mean, think about it, though, man. Like, that would be wild. <laughs> like, think you got away with, like, I mean, let's not go crazy, but think you got out of that bank. You, like, got the three or four tellers and you got, like, what, 300 grand? Yeah. Something like that. <sighs> Boy. National Park campsites are ten bucks a night, boy. I'll be out there doing it. Long time. You steal a license time. plate. Yeah. You know, I mean, disappear. I mean, I thought about it. Not robbing a bank, but like <laughs> vanishing. Yeah. Uh, so he has been back on social media. He tweeted this guy's after an idiot. the Super Bowl. Well, not since he's gone missing. Just. He tweeted after the Super Bowl, the Chiefs beating the Eagles. Oh yeah, Ugh, that my, was my my that was a heartbreak. Yeah. God, that was a heartbreak. Yeah. Uh, last, we got a few minutes. Yeah, let's do this last story okay. here. NFL's through for Thursday. Ugh. Through 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 for Thursday. Did you read about? I this? saw. I watched uh, Goodell's pre- uh, snippets of Goodell's presser. Oh my gosh! How do you listen to that guy? Oh, dude, he's the worst, huh? Yeah, that guy makes like sixty mil a year. Yep, running interference for thirty-two billionaires. Yeah, what a job! Cool dude, God Almighty, what a job! I mean, the lowest cool job, bro. lowest of the low. I mean, God <laughs> Almighty! Yeah. But uh, yeah. he tried. Of course, it's kind of like um, it's kind of like this Nashville shooting, right? It's easy to predict mm-hmm. where the opposing side's gonna go, what what they're gonna talk about, what they're gonna blame, oh, you know. Yeah, yeah. So I wondered how you were gonna connect. Yeah. So <laughs> his claim was that they have all this data since they started Thursday night games in fourteen or something, I feel like it was. I don't mm-hmm. remember, but it's been a minute. I mean they they should have a lot of data. But he's claiming that they have the data that proves that Thursday night games do not increase injury. Well, yeah, right. the NFL has data to prove whatever they want, right? How many, col- like we said earlier, how many columns are we going over here? You know? <laughs> yes, yes. And uh-huh. it doesn't explain, I heard somebody make this point earlier today when I was listening to something. Um, it doesn't explain or incorporate what about the second game after the Thursday night short week? You know, like it maybe it maybe yeah, you don't get hurt on Thursday, or you don't get hurt ten days later on that Sunday, but the next Sunday you get hurt because you're worn out or you got dinged up a little right. bit or whatever. So I know the players hate it. I know the players' union is right. going to go ape, and then they're talking about flexing, 
Like right. you can't so the, flex like, an early game, man. Right. So two things. One was not voted on was the flexing. Can you flex into a Thursday, which they would give the teams 15 days notice to change their Sunday game to a Thursday that's game. That's not fair so to the fans. Quote, get more. That's Yep. So that came out. And then the other thing is the, the Thursday night games. The teams could play two Thursday night games. Caveat on that. Back-to-back Thursday games wouldn't count as two Thursday games. So if you played... If oh, because it's a week in between. On, if you play on Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving yep. and then you play the next week on that Thursday, that doesn't count as your two Thursday games. So you could play three an additional Thursday, Thursday, Thursday game. Yep. So Dallas, Detroit, they're already in the world of hurt. There's th- those are the two. Yeah. 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 And those those will not count as their Thursday games. Yeah, but forward. it's the... F- the other part, to your point, yeah. was it just abuses the fans yeah. and, and, and just takes them completely out of the equation. John Mara, the owner of the New York Giants, uh, not a colleague of ours, um, actually voted against these two Thursday games and against really? was was adamantly opposed to the idea of this flexing the Thursday oh. game for exactly exactly what you said. His quote was, "At some point, can we please give some consideration to the people who are coming to our games?" There it is. People make plans to go to these games weeks and months in advance and 15 days ahead of time to say, sorry, folks, that game you were planning on taking your kids to Sunday at 1, now it's on Thursday night. What are we thinking about? Yeah. And while Thank Thursday you, is the best day of the week, a surprise Thursday football is game day. is unacceptable. Yeah. But yeah, Thursday, think if you have plane Thursday, tickets or something. Right. Yeah. Right. Thursday, Thursday's the best day of the week. Hands down. It is. Part of that is because you don't know what can happen. But surprise, football game is not one of those things that exactly. you want to have happen. No, you're you want to ex- You're trying to go to the bar on Thursday night because you know you can just uh-huh. hold your breath through Friday at work and start the weekend. <laughs> Here we go. Yeah. And away we yeah. go. Uh <laughs> Yeah, it's it's a mess. I I do not like the Thursday games. I think they're garbage products. Here's the conspiracy angle. Where do the Thursday night games air right now? Amazon. Amazon. What team is up for for sale? See, how is this possible? I don't understand how you yeah. can sell a team yeah. to a person that also broadcasts the games. That'd be like CBS right. buying the Bears. Not Fox buying the Bears, because Bears are NFC. But like Fox buying the mm-hmm. Bears. Right. What? Right. Or are we going back to 1980s where I was doomed to watch nothing but Ryan Sandberg and Andre Dawson because WGN only WGN. played the damn Cubs and never played the Cardinals yeah. or the Reds. Well, TBS. Yeah, exactly, TBS with the Braves. only playing the yeah. Braves. Uh-huh. It's the same kind mm-hmm. of thing. And mm-hmm. uh, but but since um Fonda's husband, what's his name? Ex-husband. TBS, Who? Who TBS, Fonda, Jane Fonda's husband. Oh, Ted, Ted Turner. Turner. Since Turner and all that, I'm pretty sure they busted up the broadcasts, and now we're back right. 30 years later to, well, maybe we need to do this again. Where you at, Liz? For now. Where you at, Liz Warren? 
until until Bally's goes under and all the regional sports <laughs> yeah, networks go true. under. <laughs> yeah, as they are in current uh, negotiations for bankruptcy. Bally's is Bally's, and there's yeah. only what like About, four or five casinos now, like uh, ownership groups now. Yeah, MGM and Caesars, and uh, is w- wins his own thing, isn't he? Win, yeah, win, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Thursday uh, nights suck. More Thursday nights. I mean, no, uh, no, no, boy, no. No, I, I, I would be fine if they got rid of it entirely. For sure, but I think that they're doing this. I think that they're trying to throw a bone. Here's what I think. I think billionaires have. Obviously, have a lot of money, but a lot of their money has been tied up in real estate, and yep. the market's gone down a little bit. So, it, you know, even like David Tepper, who's multi multi billionaire, owns the Carolina Panthers. He stopped per, uh, uh, construction on a new facility in South Carolina for the Panthers because uh, he, like the, the the amount that he was paying and what it was worth, the the real estate itself has been depressed so much that he's like, well, it's not even worth building on it right now. Yeah. So it's just sitting halfway done. All these guys uh, have been losing money. Right. So if you can have somebody, have the richest man in the world come in and artificially inflate, if we say, look, we're going to give you a better product on Thursday, but you're going to have to overpay by $2 billion for the commanders. Yeah. Maybe not even the commanders if they change their name, and you gotta have to privately finance or do something to get a new stadium. We'll give you more on Thursday night. Right. So it's kind of a trade-off. Right. That's what I'm wondering. Right. Like, why would they be? Why would they be messing around with Thursday night games? Oh, they're kowtowing. They're kowtowing to the What's big dog. No doubt. I think you're on it. Right. It's just money. Yeah. We want we want Snyder out. Yeah. So if we can give you more on Thursday. Will you make a bid to to out? But let's caveat that they only want Snyder out because, in some ways, and maybe ways we're not even uh, really aware of, he's costing them money. Otherwise, mm. who cares what he says or what he does? They, uh, the NFL doesn't have. I mean, how many times have have they proven it to us? Uh, they don't have principles. They have money making moves. Uh-huh. I mean, all these guys with CTE that are driving off cliffs and and uh, dying by suicide and all this, and the players' union trying to get a medical treatment, everything. Nope. I mean, they're worse than the VA, dude. I mean, right. especially right. the old dudes, like the seventies, eighties right. dudes. About, we care about player safety. Also, we're going to put Thursday more Thursday night right. games on because our also, data shows that you don't get hurt. Right. If you play a, a Thursday night game, what their data yeah. cannot show because it is impossible is do you get hurt if you play two Thursday night games? <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. 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 No, they'll be it's fine. fine. Which means, are they meaning if they will they have certain teams play like they do now where the team that doesn't play on Monday night? They because they're talking about this is a this is a premier slot this this thursday right. night primetime slot is a premier national slot and that's why they wanted to flex certain games into it it's a shiny turd but are they planning are they are the rule now was everybody was going to play a thursday night game and that's not Every the rule now plays. 
Because of the flex. Because of the flex, it can't be. You could get flexed out. If somebody gets flexed in, somebody gets flexed out. Right, right, right. So I guess they're not they're gonna handle Thursdays the same, which makes sense if Bezos says, I'll buy the team, but you gotta throw me a bone here. Give make these better games. These games are not good. Right. Make these better games. We just paid a billion dollars for this property. Yeah. And it's not good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, that's it. We did it. We did sports episode two eighty seven. No rowdy. We did it. As always, I want to thank the minister of sound, Mikey, junior minister of sound, Ralphie, Jet Belly Music, the commissioner, Brandon Casper, food editor, Dennis Chu, Sellerman Sean, and the honorary ball boy. This week ball boy this week is a uh, person you've probably heard of. Most of you, I've uh, ever since the World Baseball Classic, I've been watching. Uh, baseball highlights and i saw a guy a catcher get ejected this week by a triple a umpire (laughs) (laughs) for reaching for the ball and then moving his mitt because he thought the the uh, umpire was going to throw the ball to the pitcher just like he had on the previous play this is a three-time all-star two-time golden glove award winner two-time all MLB first team and three times silver slugger been in the league since 2014 and got ejected for the first time in his career was it yesterday two days a ago. Monday it was Monday JT Realmuto catcher for the Philadelphia Phillies man did you see the breakdown Unbe- the, the John Boy at John oh, Boy I saw it non-John Boy first and then I was like yeah, what yeah. is going on and then yeah what is happening yeah and then I and then you see the whole two and a half minutes because it <laughs> they say the pitcher the, the pitch- vulture you gotta get rid of the vulture you gotta get rid of the vulture <laughs> yeah, who's that yeah. pitcher uh <laughs> we're bringing it back to vultures Kimbrel Kimbrel yeah that is that that that, that whole sequence he's got going yeah it's got yeah. A, but yeah i mean jt romuto you're gonna throw him out really right. and you even see he, him walking back he, to the dugout he said he looks at the dugout and goes this is the first time i've ever been thrown out <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 i mean he holds his, if you we should put the video yeah. up but he holds his glove out and nothing happens right. for a few seconds right. so it probably just in his mind it clicked Oh, he's going to throw up the yeah. ball. Because he just did right. that. Yeah, exactly. He and just then, did that with the one in the dirt, <laughs> the, the pitch before. Yeah. Right. These yeah. these these was, umps in baseball have lost their mind. They think they're the yeah. third team on the field. Yeah. And 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 in the when they show the ump afterwards, the you know, the the um Kapler's getting in the yeah, yeah. ump's face. And, yeah. Told him everything that was going on. I mean, JT Riomoto is just nice and calm with the whole. Yeah. Thing. Oh, he was and chill as hell. Like, yeah. He was just, he was just reaching for the ball, and he just goes, "Well, what do you want me to do now? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I can't, I can't rescind, rescind his ejection. It's just like, okay. I mean, well, he's luckily, it's he's the best catcher in the game. game. Maybe Sal Perez, yeah. but like, he's the best catcher in the game. Yeah. Like he doesn't know how this works. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, give me right, yeah. a break. Right. Eight-year veteran, yeah. you know, three-time Golden Glover. Yeah. It's like, uh, what? What are you doing? Yeah, that guy. Oh, dude. That guy is not going to make nope. it. Nope. Not going to make nope. it. He's getting sent yeah. right back down. 
right back down. Find us on Facebook, too, which is really sad if you think about it. Cause that, was like, his shot. Is, that, that was his shot. That was and his shot. And he thought that yeah. was going to push him over the edge, throwing out JT Romuto. Okay. Giving the people what they want. Yeah. Giving them what they want, yeah. right? This is what they came for. They came to watch me yeah. throw out the best pitcher or the best catcher in the game. Right. The guy who's never been ejected before. Who's ne- yeah, yes. Seems like just the nicest guy. Oh, he really yeah. does. Yeah. Uh, find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or email us at sportssportsportspod at gmail.com with any questions, headlines, or topics you want to discuss. And don't forget to rate us and subscribe. New episodes will be there every Thursday where we will ask, how about some sports? How about it? Yeah.